Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Figured I'd delay for a moment and make Matt nervous. You're good like that. Huh? You're good like that. Oh, no, I've, I've, I've been standing here. I'm fine. <laughs> Seriously, I've been standing here. Well, good. Just, just waiting. And then, you know, I already knew you were pacing to begin with. And... Shiklemi's playing tonight. They're at Jersey Shore at seven o'clock, six thirty the air time with Kevin and the Chief. One hundred point nine the Valley is Lewisburg. They got Southern Columbia tonight, and Sealands Grove has a rematch tonight, right in the middle of the season. Second go round, and now one hundred point nine the Valley Lewisburg. And Southern at 7 o'clock, 6.30 the airtime. But Sealands Grove is 7 o'clock with a 6 o'clock airtime. Now, one note on high school football. State High was supposed to play at Carlisle tonight. No go. They had one person test positive that is associated with the team but is not a player or a coach. And because of that one, they decide they're not going to play tonight. Talk about this is State College now. Games in your area are all on and going. So there's your high school football schedule tonight. But there's also plenty of other events going on. College football. College football, of course, is going to hit. College football has had some good matchups so far, some name matchups so far. I know they weren't the best records in the world because they're both 2-2 two and two right now, but Texas and Oklahoma was last week. But now you've got Alabama, Georgia in prime time. That does bring with it with a level of casual fan, I want to watch cachet. And then next weekend, if all goes well, next weekend, for the first time this season, you'll get the Midwest involved and the East. The East and the Midwest have not been involved in college football. And I say this with all due respect to Temple, all due respect to Boston College, Syracuse Pitt. Their fans that love them are passionate fans, and they're into it, and they show. But as we all know, they don't show in droves. Pitt, Temple, Boston College, Syracuse do not intrigue uh, anything else beyond the passionate fan. The casual fan does not get engaged. That's why their stadiums are as empty as they are on game days, which then translates to TV. 
by getting the Big Ten involved next weekend, you'll know our fans engaged in New York, Philly, Baltimore, D.C., Pittsburgh, Columbus, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Detroit, Indianapolis, Chicago, Milwaukee, Minneapolis, Des Moines, Omaha, Lincoln. All will be engaged in college football. It's the kind of boost the college football ratings-wise needs right now to get that segment of the country, those two segments of the country, the East and the Midwest, engaged. Now, you won't get the West engaged, and the West is really, look, they'll add numbers, but the West, it's not like the Pac-12 doesn't have passionate fans. They do. But again, it goes back to what I was talking about with Pitt, BC, Syracuse, Temple. The Pac-12 has more fans in the stands than those schools do by a wide margin. But they also don't have large tentacles. For example, at Penn State, there's a waiting list. Ohio State, there's a waiting list. Michigan, there's a waiting list. Nebraska, there's a waiting list. Wisconsin, there's a waiting list. Iowa has a waiting list. So it extends beyond that. I mean, the Pac-12 doesn't sell out. But they still will now be at least engaged in the game out there beginning November, the weekend of November 7th. So it's the kind of boost the college football is looking for is coming. It really starts this weekend because Oklahoma, Georgia will cover will blur a lot of lines with interest. And then next weekend, you've got the Big Ten getting involved, which will then expand the footprint for college football, which it desperately needs right now. And then eventually you'll get the West expanding the footprint to being coast to coast. Tonight, 6 o'clock ESPN, 17th ranked SMU is at Tulane. And the nightcap on ESPN is BYU at Houston at 9.30. So it's a doubleheader on ESPN tonight. Games tomorrow, Clemson is at Georgia Tech. That's at noon. It's going to be a pretty good game. Pitt's at Miami. That's at noon. That's on ACC Network, so it means nobody will see it. Kentucky is at Tennessee. In basketball, that would be a great game. That's at noon. And, of course, uh, Georgia and Alabama at 8 tomorrow night on CBS. We had Brad on yesterday talking about it. Baseball, Houston, Tampa Bay, 607 on TBS in San Diego. Carlos Correa homered. Astros have won back-to-back games, now down three games to two. And the Dodgers and the Braves play tonight at 9.08 on Fox Sports 1. Braves won last night to lead the series three games to one. The Patriots have had another positive test. They just came back to the building. Stephon Gilmore, fine. Uh, Cam Newton, fine. And uh, defensive tackle Bill Murray, fine. But the player, the Patriots are going to place offensive lineman James Ferentz on the reserve COVID list. He practiced Thursday. The Patriots, when the Patriots submitted a projected injury report, if they had practiced, they listed they listed Ferentz as someone who would, would not have participated for non-injury reasons. 
as of right now, all the games on the schedule are there for this weekend in the NFL. The Colts briefly shut down, but it turned out it was false positives, so they, they practice again today. And the Falcons still intend on playing this weekend. Then there's this story. Angels uh, Communications Director Eric Kay was indicted by a grand jury today on charges related to the 2019 death of Tyler Skaggs, their pitcher. According to the indictment, Kay, who told federal agents he provided drugs to Skaggs, is charged with distributing a controlled substance that resulted in Skaggs' death and for possessing with the intent to distribute the opioid fentanyl. Skaggs was found dead July 1st a year ago. Autopsy found oxycodone, ethanol, and fentanyl in the pitcher's system. He was just 27 years old. They say they believe the Skag snorted the oxycodone and was likely unaware that it contained fentanyl. Kay told the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration agents last year that he had given Skag several oxycodone uh, pills before the team left for a series in Texas where Skaggs ended up passing away and that the two had an ongoing arrangement by which Skaggs paid for their drugs and Kay obtained them from dealers. Kay told investigators that he saw Skaggs snort oxycodone in his hotel room the night he died but that he did not believe the drugs Skaggs took that night were the same ones Kay had given him before the trip. Kay told agents that one line of the Crush pills was not the substance he recognized. No word on on what the next step in this, but he was indicted for this. Wow. Terrible, terrible story. Terrible story. Uh, college basketball, Purdue. We told you that Purdue because of contact tracing it decided to move back their first day of basketball practice to October 21st well it turned out that they were false positives so Purdue started basketball practice this week so they started on time UMass meanwhile gets penalized for basketball and women's tennis for overpaying 12 athletes about $9,100 in financial aid over three years. There were 13 inappropriate payments. So they were put on two years probation that will end in October 2022. The school will also pay a self-imposed fine. So Matt, how much do you think the self-imposed fine is? I'll say uh, 500k. $500,000. Yeah. Too high. Keep going. Hmm. 100,000? Too high. <laughs> 50? Too high. 25? Too high. 10? Too high. <laughs> 5? Bingo! We got a winner. $5,000 self-imposed fine. Wow, they really self-imposed themselves. 
UMass plans to appeal the committee's decision to vacate victories from 14 to 17 that included 59 basketball wins and an Atlantic 10 Conference Championship in women's tennis. That is such a joke. The NCAA said four athletes received a higher housing rate after they moved to less expensive off-campus housing, and eight continue to receive a telecom fee for those uh, who live in on-campus after they moved off. One athlete received both. So it's, it's really this kind of like some fine line stuff here. Right. Um, here's now they had to vacate their 59 wins. I always love that. You know, like nobody knows they won the game or lost. Here's my favorite vacating of record story. Ohio State was put on probation in basketball a few years ago. And they had to take down one of their final four banners, the one that down at Tampa. When UConn won, when Kevin Freeman, who the former Penn State assistant, and UConn beat uh, Duke down in 99 down at St. Petersburg, the one and only time that the tournament will be in St. Petersburg. The Ohio State was in the Final Four. They had to vacate that. They also were told they had to vacate their records from that time. Well, Penn State was, this is a few years ago. Penn State was about to play a game there. And Dick said, hey, when's the last time? You know, what year this was, 8, 9, whatever it was. Dick says, what's the last time Penn State beat Ohio State on the road? And I said, uh, two th- you know, I said 2001. I said, they came in here in 178-75. He looks at me and goes, you know what the score? I said, well, yeah. I said, I'm, I'm ill. He says, well, he says I'm going to look it up to, just to see. Well, the, the notes for Ohio State, the game notes, said Penn State had not won a game in Columbus since 1998. But look at each other. I'm like, I said, what the heck are they talking about? So we're getting 1998, which is the last game, by the way, in St. John Arena. I said to Dick, I said, what are you talking about? I said, the game notes says they haven't won here since 98. I said, Dick, they won in here in 2001. I said, Tyler Smith had a big shot down the stretch from the right wing, and they won the game. So we go to the media guide, and we realize in looking at the Ohio State basketball media guide, they vacated all their games, including the losses. What are you doing? You can't vacate your losses. <laughs> Just supposed to vacate your wins. <laughs> like, you got to be kidding me. Oh. I said to somebody there, I said, who told you to do that? And does anybody know what UMass's record was in women's tennis that year? I don't know. Just asking for a friend. By the way, Les Miles is not going to travel to West Virginia, even though he's been cleared. And Nick Saban says he feels great and he wants to coach this weekend. I could see Nick now willing three negative tests. I really could. We'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Brewers Outlet. 
Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection. Imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage. So Matt walks into the station today and he sees out of nowhere three guys standing there. He finds out they're three new employees. And he looks over in their suit light. And evidently after hearing our interview with Brad Nessler yesterday where Brad had a driver taking him from Atlanta down to Tuscaloosa, guess who was hired to drive the suit to Jersey Shore? (laughs) Now, the other two guys were large gentlemen, and Matt took the time to ask, like, you know, what their names were. It was two guys by the name of Boos and Rocco. That's right. And Matt said, what do you guys do? He said, we're security. <laughs> you know, when, when the great people at Jersey Shore, they're great people, a very talented football team. They also have long memories. So for security purposes, Moose and Rocco have been brought in. And, you know, I'm not saying the judgment's perfect because I think that the, he hired a driver with a suspended license. So I just, I don't know. I, I, I mean, do you worry? I worry. Oh, yeah. Moose Rocco helped the judge find his wallet. <laughs> as long as the Chiefs there, they'll make it back Ca- in one piece. Hopefully. Caddyshack. Oh, with the Chief there. The Chief is, look... The chief is like walking in, in with the good guy of the year award. Everybody, hey, Dave, how are you? Oh, look who he's with. Come on, my way, Moose Rocco, move the people. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy what I picked up at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. 
taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors studio, here's Steve Jones. All right, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Q with 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. For Lincoln Kia Hyundai, great pre-owned inventory. And a fabulous service department takes care of it, the life of the vehicle. And we are in, uh, of course, uh, the time of the year where you want to kick back and relax. and be a little cooler this weekend. So you got the Alabama-Georgia game, some NFL going on this weekend as well. So you want to go and stock up at Brewer's Outlet. Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket, imports, domestics, microbrews. They have the best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills, indeed second to none. And, of course, they have great, six great flavors of slushies. Yes. Well, at Brewer's Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. By the way, uh, Doug is informing me I cannot use the word bingo on the air. It's been trademarked. Okay. I'm surprised that didn't happen a while ago. Well, it's, it's, it evidently has been trademarked. I mean, um, a friend of mine, I guess, went over to some church social, and they were playing this game where they called out numbers and letters and <laughs> somebody went to say it and the trademark kicked in they had said got it all right <laughs> oh goodness gracious all right uh so we're in that range right now we're about 90 to 95 percent of the games are being played but there are obviously some high profile games not being played. Obviously, LSU in Florida is one. Missouri and Vanderbilt is another one. Uh, The next one up is there are a couple more today, but not major conference games that made the list. Southern Miss and UTEP postponed over the virus issues. And there's a delay in Florida International and Charlotte. Uh, There are evidently uh, COVID-19 cases in the Southern Miss program. Uh, They already had their game with Florida Atlantic postponed because of issues at Florida Atlantic. So that's the story there. As for Florida International, a.k.a. FIU in Charlotte, uh, they've decided to postpone because of positive tests at FIU. And Cincinnati and Tulsa earlier in the week. But again, the vast majority of games are being played. So the ones that aren't being played, of course, we're going to get, and justifiably, a lot of publicity, but the vast majority of games are still going to be played this weekend.
And, of course, high school football coming up tonight. But as we mentioned, State College, which has only played two games this year, they played one road game, and then they had their one and only home game last Friday. Someone who was associated or around the team tested positive. But it wasn't a single player, and it wasn't a coach. And their game at Carlisle is off the books tonight. Our games are all on. Salem's Grove has their rematch tonight. Unusual in a high school season, but this is an unusual year. Southern and Lewisburg are playing. It's on 100.9 The Valley. Sealands grows on Eagle 107. And the game you'll hear on News Radio 1070 WKOK will be Shikalemi playing at Jersey Shore. 7 o'clock tonight, 6.30 will be the airtime for that game. Jersey Shore is another really good team. But you know what? Let's see what Shik can do tonight. Let's see if they can go in there, play a good, solid game, keep themselves in the game. The longer they keep themselves in the game, then it puts more game pressure on the team that's perceived to be the favorite going in, especially playing at home. Now, you did the Shikalimi game last week, right? The Shikalimi Seals Grove game? Correct. So, Matt, how many people did they let in to watch the game? It was about 1,200 from what we were told. What did it look like to you? I lo- it looked about right. It maybe looked a little bit more crowded just because of the way Shikalemi Stadium's bleachers are. They're it's well spread out. Yeah. Some people were fully spread out. Um, the capacity there is six thousand. Okay. So that so that definitely is about right. It's about twenty. You can let well, I mean twenty uh, percent for two thousand or for stadium capacities two thousand or more under the new guidelines. So. Okay. Um, the. Uh... I probably should have. Uh, we didn't get a chance to talk to the chief. Probably should have asked him because the suit made him sit in the stands. Um, I don't understand the philosophy behind that. Do you? Not a one. We were allowed in somehow on the TV side. Well, of course you. Were. Everybody else was outdoors. They didn't put the suit outdoors. No. This, the it was the suit and chief, and us on the TV end inside in the press box, the Eagle One Hundred Seven crew and and another station were outside. Okay. Um, and the chief, of course. Yeah, that too. Outside, it's just I just don't get it. Both the spotters were inside, but the chief key to the broadcast outside. Hmm. Oh, well. So, uh, the baseball playoffs, Braves, Dodgers, Braves up three games to one. Finally got the Clayton Kershaw in the sixth inning last night. The Astros, though, were down three games to none, and guess what? Uh, a couple of trash ban- uh, trash uh, can hits later, they're back in the series. Down three games to two, Carlos Correa homered last night to win the game in a walk-off. Fabulous win for them. And I mentioned the two college football games coming up tonight. Ratings for the LCS, not great. By the way, Joe Buck, seven games, seven days. Yeah, this is unreal, what his schedule's going to be like. 
but he's good. You know oh, I mean? yeah, he's not a performer. I, yeah, okay, I, I'll be honest with you. I, for the life of me, as someone who works in this business and understands the traffic of TV, understands the traffic of radio, the whole thing, right? for the life of me, I can't understand why people criticize this guy. Oh, I don't either. I mean, Jim Nance is, is terrific. Al Michaels is just unbelievable. Joe Buck is really good, and for whatever reason, people climb on his case. I've never understood that. Never. Seems like a pro's pro to me. So here's what you have um, for Joe Buck starting on Sunday. Bucks and Packers. Monday, he's got the Bills and the Chiefs. Because remember, that game got moved to Monday. It was supposed to be a Thursday night game. So since it's the Thursday night game, it's Fox's game. So he has Sunday, Tampa Bay at Green Bay. Monday, he's got Buffalo at Kansas City. Tuesday, he has Game 1 of the World Series. Wednesday, he has game, one of the, game 2 of the World Series. Thursday, he's got the Eagles and Giants at the link. Friday, he's got World Series Game 3. Saturday is World Series Game 4. Now, if there's some, if there's a team that wins a game in there, then you'll do Game Five of the World Series, which will make it eight days in a row. Now, in 2012, of course, he did an NFL game and a World Series game in the same day. I think it was the Niners, and then he went over and did the Giants. This is his profession. This is his job. That's what he does. If I ever call two games in one day, yeah. I've done football, basketball, baseball, football, and football, uh, women's volleyball, same day. I've probably done it maybe, I don't know, seven or eight times. But I've been doing this for a long time, so it's seven or eight times in how many decades. But I've done football, baseball the same day. I've done football, women's volleyball the same day. And I've done um, football, basketball the same day. And believe me, enjoyed every second of it. Nobody heard me complain. But, nope, this is great. This is what I do. I'm, gonna, I'm willing to say, he, you know, one of these days we're going to get him on the show. One of these days. When he was doing the U.S. Women's Open, we came very close to getting him. And something fell through at the last minute, something they needed to do. One of these days we're going to get him on the show. Because I'll be honest with you. The criticism of him, I flat out don't get. I just don't get it. Never have understood it. I think he sounds like a pro's pro. He knows exactly what he's talking about. I think he projects the right emotion. I think he lays out at just the right times to let the... Emotion of the moment take over. Now it's a little different now. Laying out brings with it the sounds of silence because of the situation. But he understands. I think he has a great feel for it. I think he sets up his analysts really well. I think he works with them really well. Whether it's Troy Aikman or, or John Smoltz. 
The criticism of him, I've never understood. I've never, I've never been able to get that. But that's just my opinion, but it's also an opinion of somebody who works in the thing. Now, obviously, you as the listener, the viewer, you're absolutely entitled to your opinion because this whole thing is being done for your benefit. It isn't being done for his benefits, and when I do games, it's not being done for my benefit. Now, in the end, I get a benefit, but it's being, you know, you're doing the job with the idea that we're, you know, we're trying to do a great job for you. By the way, are you going to take Luke out for Halloween? or? Yeah, we have a couple things planned, actually. Um, we're going to Lisa's side of the family for a hayride and the annual Halloween party next weekend. And then we'll be... We have... There's some... A little bit of socially distanced trick-or-treating happening in Point Township, where we live, so... What, are they throwing the candy to you? What are they doing? <laughs> Um, I think it? we're probably just going to leave, like, make a bowl, through, leave like, it out, like, and let them go. Like, like throw it through a dis- disinfectant spray, and then it <laughs> lands in the bag? Or... Eh, maybe. We'll have Luke all dressed up. He's going to be a cow this year. <laughs> I'm sure he's going to be adorable. I'll send you a picture. Please. That's great. I, I do have a lot of pictures of the little guy, but Please. It's, yeah. I think ours is the Thursday night before the Ohio State game. So I will be a non participant because I'll be down here in the Sunbury Motor Studio doing the Thursday night show. This is where I do the Thursday night coaches show. So I'm not going to be finished until after 7 o'clock. But I think that's what they're doing here. All right. High school football tonight. That feels normal, feels natural. Georgia, Alabama tomorrow night, primetime, feels normal, natural. Browns and Steelers, the Miles Garrett Bowl coming up on Sunday, along with the World Series. So there's there's at least a sense in a tiny sliver of normalcy. And then we're a week away, eight days away from Penn State football at Indiana. All right. I'm going to tell you about a transportation story for us that developed this morning (laughs) to let you know what era we're in as we continue on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Brewers Outlet. Today's show brought to you by our great friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. So here's the travel story. Uh, Because of the times that we live in, Penn State football is trying very much to stay within the confines of a bubble as much as possible. So with that in mind, as you know, I always travel with the team. Well, in order to do this job and other things I do, I can't be in the bubble. Thus, in order to do the games, we have to travel this year independently. And they also asked for this season only if we could stay in a different hotel than the team, again, to maintain the bubble. So the first game is at Indiana. And I know the team's staying in Indianapolis. 
and I got a hold of Kevin Threlkel in the football office. I said, Kevin, I said, I said, just to make sure we're not going to duplicate here. He says, what hotels are you staying in? I said, that way I can make arrangements at a different hotel. You know, of course, he, he, you know, he says, Steve, we feel awful about this. Says, Kevin, this is what has to be done. It's no big deal. So he gives me the list of hotels. Great. No problem. And I set up a hotel in Indianapolis. So, you know, it's just easier to fly into the airport only not, and not bother going down to Bloomington because, remember, you have to come back. Well, you might as well be in Indianapolis near the airport so you can go get back on Sunday. So I set up the hotel, downtown Marriott, stayed there before. Easy. Did that on, I don't know, whatever day, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I got a notice this morning. Because of COVID, we decided this morning to close the hotel down. I'm like, but good news, we've shifted you over to the JW Marriott. Well, that's where the team's staying. <laughs> so I had to call them up, and I said, I appreciate your sentiment. I appreciate what you did. I explained the situation. I said, I can't stay at that hotel with them. So oh, I could like it. Well, well, because again, I mean, how, how bad would it look? First game, and we get shifted into the hotel that they're staying in. Like we told you guys not that, not to do this. <laughs> so that's why I said it. You know, I got it. I got it shifted. I'm talking. I got shifted. Uh, the hotel shifted by three blocks. All right, that's all. It worked out very very well. But I'm just saying, this is the times that we live in. The one I was bummed about was the one I I'd already I had not made the reservation, but I picked the one out at Michigan, place I really like. Stayed there, stayed there a lot. Football hasn't stayed there in years. When Kevin gave me the list, that was the hotel in Michigan they picked. I thought, ah. bummer. But <laughs> the most... they, hadn't stay, they hadn't stayed there in years. That's why I picked it. Right. But the most important thing is you're getting the steak dinner at St. Bella's, right? Stay, St. Elmo's. Oh, St. Elmo's, yeah. That's the irony. There you go. That's the most important thing, though. My last dinner, dinner my last dinner on the road was at St. Elmo's, where I got the word on my phone that Rudy Gobert tested positive. My first dinner on the road will be at St. Elmo's. Five thirty reservation, Eastern Time. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket on News Radio 1070 WKOK.